Hey, Podcast America, welcome to episode 40 <laughs> Where fucking, this fucking energy come it from. On, right? this <laughs> guy. of the Enlightened Neanderthals podcast. And before we get into the Marvel Universe of Electric North Jiu-Jitsu podcast, let's talk about my very own Training Northwest. I'm very happy because I just had a customer out on the range yesterday who bought a red dot optic, vortex optic from me. And part of what we do here is if you need the help, we get you mounted and zeroed and get you out on the range for a basic safety and marksmanship lesson. Because I do believe in um, the concept of people being ready to provide their own safety and security. So this person was a beginner. And within 45 minutes, I had her shooting a two-inch group at 50 yards, like, and she knew what she was doing. Gets She gets the confidence boost, and all for $150, which is the cost of the red dot. So if you are in the market for glass, come see us at trainingnorthwestllc.com. Look under the Pro Shop tab, and then also look at our Vortex Optic Zero program. Did you also mention your curriculum coming up this year, Toby? We have a full training calendar up at Training Northwest LLC. Now, say I wanted to train and I wanted to use a pistol. Would I be able to do that in the Pacific Northwest area at your class? Yes. So now also say maybe I bought that pistol and I bought a low-capacity magazine and rifle AR style. Could I learn how to use that at your school? Yes. Now, say, say I wanted to go camping <laughs> yeah. and learn how to use that. Is there an option for that? August 9 to 11, you want to live self-sustained out of a backpack and learn how to read a map and compass and use a ham radio and your rifle? I do. And get some first aid training? <laughs> I, certainly. <laughs> oh, my God. Hot diggity dog, we got that too. <laughs> what? Rifleman <laughs> camp. And I can buy glass and get it zeroed at your... Facility. The reality is, is that's actually a hell of a deal. The and that's that's the fact that you can give a lesson as well as mount an optic and put everything else on is it's pretty fucking impressive. In, in less than an hour. And you know who well, doesn't it, do that? Who? Cabela's. They don't. And I would say, even if you're out of state, I would fly in state to buy glass and get a session yeah. through tra- training Northwest. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I should actually attempt to put a dollar figure to all of that just to see, like... <laughs> How much you're losing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't make any sense. All right, but, coffee talk with Christy Campbell, compassionate <laughs> Viking with Tyler Stanaway. Yep. Danny Leyland and the White Belt Mafia. Yep. Greg bur- Anderson and the Endless Endeavor. Yep. Patriotic S- Islander. Patriotic Islander with Will Noto. And... And I got a stone and I got a bone. I said, I said, compassionate Viking. Well, great, we did it. Wow, ah, <laughs> we got him. All right, today's podcast is about the summer of trans, which is this is going to inspire <laughs> the seven, masses. At least seven people. Cancellation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan, what did we talk about? So, summer of trans. We're we are uh, in uh, the beginning of a transition yes. in our lives. Uh, and that will be working out and getting in shape from the fat slob that I am <laughs> currently into I'm going to transition into a more capable human uh, midsummer. And we uh, talk about that. We talk about what that uh, looks like for each of us. Um, 
then we we again go down our rabbit holes as the Neanderthals do and find uh, we're, we're talking hunting, talking working out. Uh, yeah, but it's good because it's everyone's talking about why they want to transition. Exactly. You know what your own because everyone says dude, this do is this, journey. but like to say why I'm doing this mm-hmm. and get to hear someone else say why they're doing it. Now we're all doing the same thing, but everyone's motives are a little bit different. Exactly. So you get a little heart. Yeah. You get a little, like the golden of, girls, little, little taste of the golden <laughs> girls in here. Yeah. We, we maybe this trans is a little bit deeper than I thought. So with that, you guys enjoy the show. Uh, and here it goes. Bull era hardbacks used to be much more expensive, yes. but something about it has changed. Like people don't care about, like there's more emphasis put on the tactileness of a hardback when you would go to a location to get it. Yeah. But I feel like yeah, it's kind of changed with just Amazon yeah. and audiobooks. Like three or four dollars different. Yeah, it's not a bit. And it used to be like forty bucks for a hardback edition of a book. You'd be like, what compared to nineteen ninety nine? I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever go to a Barnes and Noble? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I loved it. I thought Barnes and Noble was awesome. What did you like so about it? All the magazine books. section. Oh, Maxim, yeah, yeah. Gym. Oh, dude, all the mags. Oh yeah, there. it was all there. There's trans world. Speaking of trans hey. world, <laughs> bring us <laughs> in. <laughs> Jumping right in. Here we go. All right. So we're announcing our own little. Uh, how do you categorize this? This is like a self improvement transformation. It's we're a, going trans. It's, it's the summer of trans, and we're yeah. all transing. Mm-hmm. So. You heard that? You heard that club. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was, As the music came What is in. going on out there? Um, that's the Sunday night Nogi guys. Well, yeah. They're bumping hard. They love it. Yeah. Do you think this is audible bumping on the headphones? And grinding. I, I can hear it. Yeah, I hear it. But sometimes I hear it when we're recording and then I don't hear anything. I don't think I don't think oh, we're you don't picking think up this on is it. going on the recording. No. Oh, I don't right. th- I think we're good. Well, never mind then. And if we are, you're welcome. This is the soundtrack to the summer of trans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So what's right, the plan? What's the my own goals for this summer, as far as like. So so hold on. the 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 summer of trans is us basically setting trying to get in, setting some goals and it's getting like in 75 shape. Seventy five hard, but way cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Igor said it was seventy five harder. <laughs> Hardest. <laughs> yeah. Well, why do you guys want to get in shape? I have everyone probably has their own goals. I have mine. Why I, do you I, guys want to commit to? I've never let myself slide out of. I feel I'm. Upset I don't with think myself you're, when I let myself slide out. I'm of pretty shape. upset looking at you, dude. So, yeah, dude. Gross. I, well, hang on. I'm just excited with, to like not have to wear injury. a t-shirt in the pool anymore. <laughs> 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 I, I can't wait. <laughs> Got one like, like unicorn on it, just oh, wet titties <laughs> in the deep end. <laughs> Finally, I can shed this shame. Oh, my shame. God, Dad, look at that guy. <laughs> uh, t-shirt in the pool. I love it. Uh, if you're a man and you wear a T-shirt in the swimming pool, you need to reevaluate your life, your decisions. I got one worse than the T-shirt in the pool. The guy that upgrades to, like, the uh, rash guard wetsuit top in the pool with <laughs> shorts, he's just like, no, I'm trying to yeah. be smooth. He's like the James Bond <laughs> of T-shirt in the pool, guys. <laughs> That makes me aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to do laps? I'll race you. It's the easy Kelly Slater. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> Take he's that a- off. <laughs> <laughs> These guys in here looking like, oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. But no, um, so what are, you, what are your goals? What, what, what's your so thought? So for me, it's, it's the battle the last couple of years has been injuries. 
And so I'm coming off. And welcome this. to jujitsu. Yeah, welcome yeah, to no my shit. life. Well, and welcome to your 40s. Starting jujitsu at 40 years old is is a rough, uh, it's a rough go of it, right? And so, the latest injury that really fucked me up is there's some sort of nerve in his penis. Yeah, <laughs> it's not working anymore. He pointed to his wiener. <laughs> um, Sorry, guys. Sorry. My my left arm was not well, a, a. I was in like horrific pain for two weeks. Couldn't get comfortable. The only way I could sleep was by eating a shitload of marijuana edibles, and then I'd wake up at three in the morning in pain again and not want to do anything about it because I had to go to work in like two hours. And so that gave way to my left arm just being numb and having no feeling. And now I'm down to I have no feeling in three of the fingers on my left hand. And I don't want to like I know my cardio is sliding because I, I haven't been, I literally I've been doing nothing. Just well, compared to riding mountain bikes, jujitsu is a gas tank, but it's not like a blitz or a sprinting gas tank. Whereas you take sprinters and make them do jujitsu, they gas out quicker, I feel, than other people. Maybe it's us knowing how to preserve, but there's different gas tanks. And like, yeah, I hear it's, you it's on more the experience and knowing how to manage your energy, which mountain biking is the same thing. I, yeah, all just sports. Like I told you guys that. It, I could ride a trail in half the time and have half the heart rate as you guys because I know how to move efficiently on the bike. So but blowing up part, a part big hill. Blowing up my heart rate in a live round is just me not having efficiency of movement mm -hmm. on the mat. Um, but what I'm getting at is that, like, I want to – I need I need to get my cardio back. I've been hitting the assault uh, assault bike hard yeah, while that's you a good guys one. have been rolling just because, A, you know – tinfoil hat time everything i see coming yeah summer of trans might be yeah, the summer of trans might transcontinental could be the, the summer of trans revolution and so i need to be fit for that and i want i got I, my apocalypse body yeah, yeah. <laughs> well mike you're not wrong that, yeah. that's, that's 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 probably the a1 tool that everybody should have in their toolbox is cardio fitness so is this an election body is yep. what you're yeah, saying yeah like, this is an election like my, body my election training program <laughs> election year training program okay is a i need to get my shoulder healthy and then b i need to get back into good cardio shape so that i can I, so I need to what's to what's the what's feet. the uh the benchmark for that like what's your matrix for a cardio uh, i want to be able to feel my hand Okay, well, yeah, that helps. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, wow. <laughs> yeah. Shooting so high, apparently. Uh, <laughs> There's uh, a lot of 16-year-old boys out there who are like that lucky <laughs> bastard. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you know how long I, I have I'm, to sit on that thing? I've intentionally <laughs> good, staying dude. out of live rounds until uh -huh. I can have full like nerve function. Again. You think it's from jujitsu twisting and uh, fucking I, you up? I think it's a uh, bulge disc in my upper spine. Yeah. So uh, a couple... Uh, Two doctors said probably a C6 disc, and it's pushing on a nerve. Jordan, yeah. here's something I've noticed is you see bodies transform, and I felt mine go through it when I got really into grappling and MMA. I felt my body get stronger for the sport, mm -hmm. you know? And do you think, like, someone coming from a different sport, like mountain biking, where you build up certain core and leg muscles – and then you get thrown into something different, like a sport like mm -hmm. jujitsu, where your back and your arms and your shoulders and everything's getting reamed on. And it's like your body's trying to adapt for that sport. Like it's very, 
I mean, maybe baseball, if you're a pitcher, mm-hmm. you know, and at like our age, they're like, start throwing fastballs and you're like, yeah. my shoulder hurts. But yeah, your body like isn't built up from doing it yeah. for a lifetime. Yeah. Well, especially when you start doing it and you have uh, the muscle to kind of pull other shit apart. So all of a sudden, like you yeah. have the strength to throw a baseball really hard. Yeah. But when you start doing it, you could do some serious damage if you you just start throwing strengthening those can. ligaments and tendons so you and everything that holds slow yeah. into it. Um, I noticed my biggest. I I wrestled when I got done with school, uh, and was done wrestling. I basically took all the time and energy I had from wrestling and I put it into working out. So every, every day I would go to the gym at three o'clock and from three o'clock to six o'clock every single day I would work out and I would run to the gym at like a clip. So it was like maybe a mile that I would, I would run to the gym, get there, do my workout, then run home, shower. And then I'd have, you know, from six to whatever time. And I, the biggest thing I noticed from all of that was I had never really done like strength training for the sake of strength training. Mm -hmm. Um, And my body, I gained a shitload of weight. I got my body fat got cut down dramatically and I was just, I was stronger. Um, And when I started doing, I I was doing a little bit of grappling in there with that, but for the most part I was primarily working out um, because I think I, I was at Ivan's at the time. Uh, but, uh, or maybe I was just started going to, anyway, I, I noticed that all my joints felt tighter. Yes. I still had mobility and flexibility in all of them, but I felt like I was going to get injured way less. Yes. I felt everything kind of just tighten up and I felt like my body was put together well. Yes. As opposed to when I just do jujitsu I'm like, oh my god, my my things arms feel janky. like yeah, yeah, things are just barely holding <laughs> yeah. on, yeah. and my my knee fucking hurts, or my shoulders both hurt, or my elbows, like everything's yeah. just barely like I feel like I'm really stretched out, like like the gaps between my joints are bigger or something. Yeah, everything and then when I start strength up. training, everything gets tighter, and then it's like yeah. I'm turning into a little bit more of a rock that it's hard to chip away at. I think weightlifting <clears throat> is injury prevention oh, for jujitsu. Like you're saying, I do think it helps tighten things up. Like not only, I was saying earlier, like your body changes. When I got into... It, it increases bone density, which that alone is yeah. going yeah. 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 Hard boners, <laughs> dense, dense hard dense, boners. The dances. Um, yeah. Well, there's that. It it the the muscle development around the joints itself that helps. Um, I think. But that it's tendon the, and ligament strength. Yes, too, which people don't strain, get into. Yeah. Everyone just thinks muscle. But it's have you like, ever have you ever rolled with a guy who was like heavy, like they were overweight, fat, obese, and they get into yeah, shape, oh and God. all of a sudden it's like son of a dude do you ever want fat dude calves like you ever look at fat fat dude in their calves and you're like jesus christ i would love to have that calf and then if they lost a bunch of weight it's like you're just you gotta hair your jet underneath you Mm -hmm. for your calf or vertical Mm -hmm. and jumping yeah well that's that's part of the part of my goal um or the reason for my goal and the matrix in which you can measure off of is i'd like to do some sort of a hike with a pack on um and you know time it or whatever and just i mean obviously it's going to get easier but if i do that 
and then I lose the weight and then have the same pack, I imagine that I'll just be carrying that much less weight. I got a 10-mile ruck challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could do something like that. Oh, yeah. We could do something like that. No well, problem. Yeah. I mean, so that's my uh, – going around the table. Well, you, I guess I'm – again, the, the shirt – in the pool thing it's gonna be great <laughs> uh we'll get you the rash guard yeah. lighten you in to throw a rash guard <laughs> um so so yeah because of you know the the upcoming events that may occur in the next year or so um it would be nice to be able to run a six minute mile i don't know that i want to fucking train running or anything like that because my knee hurts yeah, I hear you um there. but that's what I did last year. I was headed. I my goal was a twenty-one minute three mile, mm-hmm. and I ended up just fucking up my left knee yeah. just because of all the the miles Impact. I was putting up. But I was so close, and I was so happy. And See, but that's where the assault bike's smarter for our age. Yeah. Like, if no, you can swim sprints or like do the assault bike, yeah. which is or, or that's why mountain biking is so nice. And I'm, and I'm actually going to prioritize mountain biking as soon as the weather turns and make sure that I get at least one like ninety minute ride a week. Well, it is smart. I mean, look at black bear hunting, like yeah, where I took you guys. Yeah. And it is. It's fun. It's kind of like, oh, I got a good workout. But then yeah. it's like I'm up way higher than most people That's would true. be. We, we worked pretty hard to get in there. But it yeah. was awesome. Try it with a flat 100% tire. 100% worth it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We, I, I need to get a bike. You yeah, I need to get a good yeah, You bike. guys scared the shit out of me going down that road <laughs> at the end of the night. I don't know like, what he's talking about, Jordan. I know how to ride. I know what the failure points are. You know I what Jordan and I are? And I was looking at your guys' back wheels, and I was like, one of these two motherfuckers is going down on this road, and they're uh-uh. going to look no, like dude. side of your face is going to be all strawberry no. up. And, uh, Bows just it's because you're living in Mill <laughs> Creek in this you know, padded society. Jordan and I are the last of an old breed. Yeah. We know how to ride a shitty mountain bike <laughs> down the mountain. That's, that's, <laughs> I grew up on shitty yeah. bikes. <laughs> yeah. No never. one has more time on shitty bikes than this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. okay, yeah. So why you want so to go I, trans? I'd, I'd like to... Uh, <laughs> why, why are you transing, Jordan? I'm, yeah. tran- I'm transing because... My friends are. <laughs> you get your own TikTok channel. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah, nailed um, it. No, I, I think I think there's there's a, a reason to get in shape right now. Um, if you know, primary weapon system. We've talked about it before. Where if if something was to happen, could you actually could you actually handle you know what happens? Can you run a mile? Can you drag somebody? Can you grab your wife or your girlfriend or whatever? And throw her over your shoulder and be the man that you're supposed to be, you know. Um, and truly, you can't like if you're not in shape. And I, I've realized more and more. And the fact of the matter is, is like I think Greg says it all the time: is uh, cardio or what is it? Being tired makes cowards, or what? What's oh, a uh, Jesus Christ? Fatigue makes cowards of us all. Yeah. So, so that that is true, and. Uh, it really sucks to know what my capabilities are and know that the only limiting factor is my cardio. And that's like, oh, that's 100% on me. And that fucking sucks yeah. because I know how much better I could be if I just wanted to fucking get my cardio in shape, yeah. let alone strength training. And it's interesting to come at it from like a uh, prepper standpoint because a lot of preppers do not do any kind of physical exercise. They're, they're very <laughs> no. focused on what they can buy and store in their house. 
where, again, yeah, like you said, primary weapon system, it all starts with you, the Mark I Mod Zero human meat suit, and joining the army, going into the 75th Ranger Regiment. You know, you look at, like, uh, the action movies we grew up on in the 80s with Schwarzenegger and Stallone and all that, and when they're in the middle of these action sequences, they're breathing through their nose, right? And then the first time you go on an objective wearing 85 pounds of body armor and helmet and machine gun and extra rounds and whatnot, and you are just fucking dying. Your heart rate's pegged at 190 beats per minute for as long as the assault lasts. lasts. And it's like, oh, this is, this is not what the movies make this out to be. This is the most physically exhausting thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then just getting into the backcountry and like willingness to to travel with that. Like I, I know I get out of the, or, you know, not even backcountry, just hunting in general. Yeah. I'll go, I'll throw a pack on and almost immediately I start like talking to myself about like, okay, well, you know, you don't have to go that far. Go out here. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like it's, there's, there's just a constant, um, that, that ridge right there is good enough. Yeah. This, I mean, there's probably nothing over there. It's like. No, bitch, get over there. Um, but the other the other side to that is, I think when you're willing to hunt new spots, you're also like kind of willing to go explore a little go bit walk. more. Um, but that's but, what it is like hunting for me. Like, yeah, it's it's not. I'm just gonna go up and see it. It's always seems to be like I have a destination. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go hit this and explore it. And mm-hmm. along the way, you always run into little treasures. Yeah, and signs. You, yeah. But exactly. it's always like this is gonna be a while. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes it easier. If I'm like, I'll just go randomly explore. Yes, I'll be a lazy bitch and be like ten feet from the truck. I'm like a deer might walk well, by. Well, I'm talking to, like I think I think you'll go if you have a spot that you're trying to get to. How often are you willing to go past that spot? Depends how long you're at that spot. So like camping this last year, it's like okay. I'm just talking about a day, like a day hunt. Yeah, like oh. I'm going to my spot that this particular spot versus like, hey, I'm gonna actually go past it and look to see what's on that other fucking ridge over there, but I gotta drop down this valley first. Like depends on your spot. Yeah. If that spot's a fruitful spot, why yeah. leave it? No, that's true. That's the old that's hunter true. conundrum. Like mm-hmm. Jake was on here and he was talking about with his dad. He's like, I see so many guys pull up with trucks, look at an area for twenty minutes and leave. And then eventually six hours later elk walk by. But it's like, yeah. What's your spot? Where's your spot now? Mm-hmm. But that's a conundrum. For but for motivation, I know I'm lazy. So if I can pick a spot that's way farther than what I yeah. normally go, yeah. that's how I kind of like to plan my hunts now more. And I except I, for turkey, I 100 percent agree. <laughs> with you. But turkey's changing too. I don't know. But uh, I my whole motivation for this is hang on, hang on. turkey alone because we're going to be working out of a base camp, right? Yeah, and running out. It's just hunts. a day of hiking and walking exactly. around. Exactly, but right there alone is is another reason to stay yeah. in shape so you can enjoy something like that. Because if you're dragging ass and having to drag yourself up and over and whatnot, it it becomes not fun. Yeah, like, like the idea that we're, I'm excited because it means we can move light and fast. Like the shotgun weighs nowhere near what my deer rifle weighs. I'm not going to have the big heavy frame pack with. Me. Oh, you don't take anything. Exactly. You're like, yeah, it's gonna yeah be really you're a ninja. Nice. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And there's moose we've seen there. I mean, there's all kinds of animals. Yeah, the beer will weigh you down, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> I drink light beer. Don't I kid, worry. I kid, I kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but that's my motivation for doing this because my best hunt I've, I mean, hunting is being able to run up and down mountains easily and still have composure. I think that's the biggest way to put it. And I think that's anything like you talk about being in the military and having all this weight and they're like, run up this mountain and now do your job. The ability to physically be active and then still have composure is the biggest asset and hunting. I've I'm, I hit 40, right. And it's like, I got my black belt and I've also had three knee surgeries and it's like, I'm slowing down a little in my pursuit for jujitsu. Doesn't mean I don't like it, but my game's changing mm -hmm. and what I want to keep getting good at. But my physical peaks have been when I've done MMA and I feel like I can run through a wall. And one of the weirdest things I noticed was when I was here, when I was maybe mid early mid thirties, like I got down to 159 pounds Holy here. Shit. Like, and I was grease lightning fast and i want to get to my uh my college wrestling weight yeah 197 so That's i'm i'm 220 right now i'm about four pounds away from that yeah. <laughs> yeah. i, I want to get to you dude uh, he's get getting to, thick, we're all I'm, just trying thick to be my, I'm also trying to get to 197 <laughs> we're, all, we're all trying to be mike kozak but it's like i got really light but i and i had endurance but i wasn't uh I wasn't strong, strong for my hunt. Like I, I had wind, but putting a big pack on and yeah. starting to really go up, well, my legs would burn. You start to burn. sacrifice. But then, okay, so fast forward to maybe five years later, six years later, and I've got, I'm doing bear hunting with Dan at that spot the first year we went there. And I went once a week for like, two months, three months. Sometimes I would go twice a week and I would mountain bike that every time. And I was big into weightlifting. And I did that right before archery elk. And I was running up ridge tops, feeling so good. But there, there is no better full body workout than a mountain bike ride. Yeah. Especially if you're getting after it. And if you guys get real bikes, I'll take you on a couple trails. Real that bikes. Gonna, uh, get up on there. I can't tell if I, my my, my uh, earphones are all jacked up. Yeah, it's, well, get in there a little closer. A little, little closer. Like yeah. That. Put your tongue on. Is it cutting in and out for you? No. Okay, never mind. No. Maybe, maybe I think it's music. Maybe earmuffs or, Sorry. yeah, the guy's bumping the uh, gangster rap outside. Um, it's called dubstep. There is no better full body workout than a mountain bike ride. Yeah, and if uh, I could take you guys on a ninety-minute ride, that would absolutely destroy you from head to toe. But okay, so where I'm going with that though is like the combination it, of it, having. Oh, sorry, you're right. It, it's strength a great way and it's a endurance great way to train your. It's it's both strength and endurance, huh. and it's really fun. It's it's not the, uh, <clears throat> you know, so, sometimes you just get burned out on the gym. The gym mm -hmm. is boring, and so to to mix the fun with the the exercise it, it you know it's a nice little uh combination yeah my uh club coach back in the day he said that um when he was in college he wrestled for uh, uh shit virginia he said that their college coach would make them uh do something every day and let them know what they were doing uh, and it didn't matter what it was just as long as they were staying moving yeah. and he would go bike riding all the time and yeah. he was like mountain biking is 
where it's at. Because all your little minor core balancing muscles are firing constantly, just little little micro fires. And so over the course, and then you have like the bigger muscles, like the quads and glutes working to pedal the bike, shoulder muscles, arm muscles working to balance on the handlebars. And so literally every muscle in your body is working constantly for 90 minutes. Well, and anything you're trying to balance, you know, yeah. any, any balancing thing. It's yeah. But I think that's especially, that translates well into hunting because back and glutes and quads and hams and mm-hmm. calves Everything are alike. the biggest thing that you use and yes. gives you that ability. And, and I say I, I want to be 197 pounds, but what I've realized is that you know, the, the years of training to be a ranger and then kind of continuing that same sort of endurance-based philosophy when I was with GRS and then into mountain biking and whatnot, like, I've turned myself into an endurance machine. Yeah. Like, I can... Just, yeah, you're like, built for it. I cannot... We don't have out, the I same can't body. I can power anybody, but I can fucking go in the mountains. Yeah. And I can go and I can go and I can go. And that, that part I'm very happy about. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I had the muscle to, like match up with you guys on the mat but i I give up 15 20 pounds this is all technique (laughs) i have no technique i would like to attribute all of mine to muscle pure muscle over here it's it's flexibility and balance you know and know how but it's (laughs) that's all i got it's frustrating as fuck when i'm underneath someone who's 200 pounds yeah and i just can't get out and uh that's where technique does no i I agree some technique would help but uh, it's a lack. We're lacking there too. <laughs> um, but, it's a lifelong but, but then it, it feels really good when I get out, like last fall when we were hunting. It's like oh, I I could do this for days. But that's yeah. something I'm talking about too. Like, like I said, I've got my black belt. It doesn't mean I don't like jujitsu. But it's like, dude, I've had three knee surgeries. I'm banged up from the sport. I want to have a continually active lifestyle and jujitsu is always going to be a part of it but i need to parlay other things into it that give me results and fulfillment and body mobility and i do think training for hunting is kind of a nice thing to focus on Mm -hmm. it's like building legs and back has been everything i'm trying to do right now because i think about a backpack or i think about walking up a mountain and carrying a load yeah really we got access to that fucking that stair climber, that versa climber, and it's like fuck. We should put your weight. We, we should bring. We should bring our packs and fucking everybody do. Do you fuck your pack oh, workout? Dude. Packs are comfy enough. Like make sure it's secure. But you ever put on your like a uh, bulletproof vest nope. and do PT? I hate that fucking thing. <laughs> it is so exhausting. Do like push-ups, burpees, yeah. like. Good luck doing a few body weight exercises with that vest squeezing on. your lungs so you Dude, can't you can't get a full breath smokes you that, so that's hard. back to what i was saying about the first time you do an assault across an objective you realize this is the most difficult physical thing you've ever done in your life yeah no. i remember a long time ago when you first started training northwest you did like an open class for a bunch of the guys at the gym and you're yeah. like bring your body armor wear what you normally shoot yeah. and like tyler and steven and stuff were there and i remember i'm like fuck bring him my body armor <laughs> and we like tobin has us doing push-ups and like jumping jacks and then doing like stress shoots where you run and it's like i am so glad i didn't have a plate carrier on that sounds horrible hey, you, know, you know what's kind of like entered into my mind over the last like since i started doing that is 
I'm too old to wear body armor. At this point, I'm just going to risk getting plugged in the chest. <laughs> it's a warm welcome yeah, exactly. at this point. That's a fucking young man's <laughs> game to run around with all that heavy shit on. I'm just wearing in my uh, my chest rack. <laughs> well, without body armor, too, it comes with side plates. Do you think my, mine side has, plates really do anything? Yes. I, you want as much coverage as you can. Because when you think about urban warfare in the streets and how many... It's not just a two-dimensional battlefield like out in the woods. It's now three dimensions yeah, where yeah. elevation matters and now every angle every window every rooftop every little shadow I, becomes a potential threat and so the more coverage you can get on yourself the better because those those helmets those shots aren't going to come from dead straight in front of you they're going to come from some oblique angle behind you at five o'clock five o'clock high you yeah know what i mean so unethical fucking <laughs> fighters is what i'm hearing <laughs> Put on your red coat and stand in the formation. Hell yeah. 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 Could you imagine though, like and getting- so I do still, I, I've never replaced my early two thousands era vest because it has full wraparound <laughs> soft armor that wraps around like my kidneys. And, so I don't have soft or uh, side plates, but I have side soft armor and I like having even the, the soft armor panels underneath my plates because they have a much larger coverage area than the plates themselves do. Yeah, because it's it's just more coverage because there's so many angles exposed. Have you and yes, put yes, on? hang on, hang on, let me get there because someone's gonna write and be like, dude, those soft armor panels don't stop a rifle round. No, they don't, but they take a shitload of velocity off of it. Yeah, and absorption. Then, exactly. The the cavitation inside your body is going to be significantly less because the impact energy that actually hits your body will be reduced by that soft armor panel. I have just a straight plate carrier. I don't even have the foam pad inserts. And I, I imagine getting hit in like one of those chest or back plates would hurt so much. But then those little danky side plates, yeah. could you imagine oh, getting, getting hit there in the hip? Spot. It would probably break your hip bone. Well, they they should not be down on your hip. They should be up high. Well, yeah, they should I be mean, up in your yeah, ribs. they're high, but that he, he whole rib bone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but that, oh my God. That seems like it would hurt so bad. I I went to S Tac the other day, um, a couple months back. Which is and it? what's that? Which is it? The other day, a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, the other day, a couple months back. <laughs> yeah, last month. Yeah. Uh, anywho, last time I went to S Tac, I uh, they had some body armor there. Uh, that was that ceramic, all that badass stuff. Yeah. And because I had the plates I have are kind of. Are you talking like the hybrid lightweight ones? Though they're ceramic. They're like uh, maybe an inch thick. But and they're, must be the they're light as fuck. So mine are half an inch thick and they're heavy as shit. No, these are, these are an inch thick of ceramic stuff and they're fucking lighter than hell. And they're multi curved, so they, they wrap around this way and dragon skin. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, man, these things are fucking badass. And you put it on and it's like fifteen hundred dollars each. Well, yeah, I think it was uh yeah, I think the whole setup was like two grand. And it was like fuck, but Well with a big how- chest, just a body. Yeah, ring? It was, I think it was uh a, a chest and back and then I don't know if they had side plates in them. I think they might have, but I mean, the whole thing weighed probably six and a half pounds or so. Pretty good. Yeah. Seven pounds, maybe. And then at that point you could have all your stuff, all your pouches and stuff put directly onto that. And it was like, that's fucking badass. 
Yeah, um, my crap's got to weigh. I have AR five hundred, which think, has got to be around twenty five thirty yeah. pounds. For the best, yeah. I think yeah. my place my, my out there running with the fucking place. thing we shoot out at, at the range. Ding ding ding! Just ding, pick ding, pick yeah. that up. Yeah, this, the the C zone silhouettes that we shoot. Do you want me to tape those cardboard cutouts to me so they don't yeah. think I'm a person? I'm just a target, like uh, out in the range. Just keep walking forward, real slowly. slow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I uh, I think that that's uh, it's so hard to justify that kind of money. Oh yeah. I, I can't do it. A, there's a chance it just sits in your closet for 10 years. Oh, a hundred percent. That's why I haven't done yeah, it. It does right now. What I'm except oh. for when I work out and I'm like, fuck this. And I throw it back in and it sits there for another six months. <laughs> yep. And then I'm like, I got to get ready. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm really trying to justify the uh, night vision. So, yeah. I mean, we could justify that with uh, predator hunting. Yeah, coyote hunting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but or again, or the shooting, price tag on that again. shooting rats. Like, part of me wants to shoot. <laughs> down, down, at, uh, down at the buzz in after hours. No, dude. Like, well, that'd be fucking, there we go. That'd be at urban urban rat hunting the guy goes to take out the garbage just in the back of a truck she's a pair of glowing <laughs> nods <laughs> <laughs> like what is going on here uh, no uh yeah because i want to get that get my chicken coop all dialed in and you know rats are going to be all over the place <laughs> so you just fucking sit on the rooftop with uh and your 22 pistol has a red dot on it yeah yeah well you could do that or uh a pellet gun and mount a mount ten, that 22 with a pvs 14 on the like a one suppressor oh. fuck i do like the idea uh -oh. Uh -oh. of. The i smell i smell a new build coming <laughs> yeah i know shit dude holy fuck that would be fun fucking and just have you ever watched those videos of the guys no. just dumping rats uh -huh. yeah oh it is the greatest fucking thing ever rats iguanas or you'll see the videos of people using birds like hawks to hunt pigeons in New York. Mm -hmm. Like they get Maybe contracted should, by the state to should have a little competition amongst the three of us to see who can come up with the coolest 1022 build. We should do oh, that. That'd be fun. We could even extend it to people who listen like a, like a customer, uh, slow down there champ. We'll see how fan questions go for the one year first. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll all do right, the build. Right. We'll save it. We'll do the build though. We should, we should do that. That would be a fucking best, blast. Best 22 build or best 10, 22. Build. Well, but we, it also has to be purpose driven, right? Oh, so we, we have to, we have to decide what we're going to, is it going to be a rat hunting I'm little fucking pounding round, uh, ground squirrels down at my, uh, okay. at my mom's orchard. There you go. Yeah come out with a 20 pound fucking oh yeah <laughs> banana club <laughs> <Might be. Yeah. laughs> little drum on it well have you have you seen those I think uh, i've already damn near gotten mine i just need to upgrade the glass have have you guys seen the uh um the fuck is that called where the like it's a wheel got, gun it's yeah it's got multiple barrels like on it for a 22 uh, yeah, though the, have you seen the, the gatlin henry, the, henry repeater i think makes them the Gatling gun? Like a, Have you seen that? Gatling gun. Yeah. That's made by Henry, right? Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, that's fucking... That would be fun to go to a One guy turning it, the other guy aiming it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, let's do that then. Let's make a like a 22 build. Uh, 1022. Has ten, to be 1022. Okay, okay. Ten. Well, that's the... You know, they're on. I saw them on sale right now, the base models for like 299 Yeah. And let, let, let's extend this to listeners. Start start sending that shit to Jordan. Instead of the pictures of your dicks, start sending Jordan your your 
1022 build. Badass 1022 builds. And let's get into this. We'll, we'll repost a few of them on, like, if you have a really cool one, we'll repost it on Instagram. Yeah. And I will. Then, uh, I don't want to necessarily leave it just to uh, 20, uh, 1022s. Well, we, we can because there's some fucking gangster. Bolt gun. Bolt, well, there's some cool bolt guns, and then there's like... long rifle? Should we limit it to 22 long rifle then? Yeah, yeah. 22 long rifle, just 22s. Okay. 22 rifles. Yeah. No pistols. No no 17 HMRs. No. no. Although that's that's fucking cool. Hang but, on. but if you're... If you're cool. No if, 223, just 22 long rifles. 22 long rifles. Okay. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I, I got mine in mind. <laughs> Yeah. This is like when yeah. uh, at school they'd make you do a diorama, and yeah. one of the kids was like, "Yes!" <laughs> like Tobin's already got the diorama built at yeah. home. Yeah, he's got it nailed. Yeah, because well, I I just happen to have a cool ten twenty two. I've been I've been pumping the brakes on putting a uh, like a higher. Well, I have the scope. Literally, I've been pumping the brakes on not buying new rings. So oh, I just you need to go fucking buy bitch. <laughs> That's the least of the worries. <laughs> He's like, everybody needs to do a 1020 do build. I'm like, man, that's going to be quite a bit of money. He's oh, like, I got to buy rings. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet you could do it for under 600 bucks. Yeah, and have a fucking gangster one. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I got, I got some ideas for some uh, Vortex stuff that could, that could go on a 1022. Yeah. Do I just take, take my scope off my yeah, do you AR wanna, and put it on do you my 22? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, if, and honestly, if anybody wants Anything. to, uh, anybody wants to play along in this, and you need to order a glass, hit me up at trainingnorthwest at protonmail.com yeah. and and let's talk about vortex optics. We can get you. Yeah, that. Well, are you going to sponsor my build? Yes, I will. I'll, I'll get you if you guys want to upgrade some glass on a, on on a 22, twenty-two build. Yeah, fuck yeah, we'll make it happen. <laughs> a three to 18 what the fuck <laughs> yeah no, what are you I'm, doing i'm going one to six on mine oh one to six is prime time for a 22 even like a, a, a one to four or something would yeah. be money yeah. well, I, six power oftentimes when we're when we're dropping ground squirrels because that the 22 i have or my 1022 at 70 yards if i'm using the kind of hot cci blazer ammo mm -hmm. i can put squirrels down at 70 yards but I'm usually at about seven, six or seven X magnification. Hmm. So one through six will be just right. What's the longest you think you could do uh, shooting, long distance shooting with a 22? Do you think you could hit something from a thousand yards? No, fuck no. What, what was that one guy? Uh, some guy was like, we used to shoot fucking Coke cans at 700 yards. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was something was fucking. This? It was some fucking guy. Some internet. Yeah, bullshit. some internet fucking troll guy. And then the, the guy making the video was like, and we're having that motherfucker on. Oh. And he brought really? him out there and had him try and shoot. Because he was close. like, he was like, how long is it going to take you to hit that? And he was like, eh. Most of the I don't know, probably like 10 rounds or something. And he's like, okay, come <laughs> on out. <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah, I forget. I'm assuming he never came close. Not I, even, not even fucking yeah. remotely. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, it's it. That'd be fun to to have a shoot off, and then go on a rat hunt. Fuck yeah. A rat hunt, or oh, I mean, we can, we'll start baiting them out at the range. 
Yeah, there you go. There's rats out there. There we go. Yeah. Oh, oh that that's just a start leaving a lot of garbage yeah. out. There. Now that's a, okay. Now we've got this a whole video event. fucking <laughs> situation. A event is what I'm hearing. If you're yeah. in Snohomish County and you want to build a badass rat hunting 22, we'll start baiting them out at the range and then we'll just have a day. <laughs> I'm buying night vision. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we finally we, we finally found a reason. We found the reason. <laughs> Night vision and sixty pounds of bird seed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't <laughs> no shit. I don't. I don't need those fucking kitchen cabinets, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Chandra. <laughs> oh no, this is gonna be great. Um, so summer of trans. Tra- that's, that's what I was gonna say. Summer of trans. Tran- you're transing your body. You're trans. We just your trans that rifle. fucking conversation, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> We're all trans. I have here. to pee really bad. Let's okay. take an early pee break. Okay. We're yeah. talking summer of trans. And one of the ways that we're transing is trying to become a little more self-sufficient wise um, in terms of finance, meaning starting businesses. So, Mike, you've been an entrepreneur for a while. I've been an entrepreneur for three, no, only two years now. Training Northwest is only two years old. Um and we're, we're telling Jordan that when it comes to starting a, a small LLC, that all I did was Google how to start a business. And at some point, you know, within an hour or probably 30 minutes, I found an article that walks you through like, hey, go to the Secretary of State's webpage, file for a business license, then do this, then do that, then do this. You know, I don't think you have to pay like a legal Zoom type service unless they... Unless they have worked out a way to keep the cost the same as doing it yourself, in which case it might make it very easy and convenient. I think it's the I think it's the convenience of yeah. it that they're really okay. So you're you're paying maybe you're paying extra for convenience. Yeah, but then you got to decide because if you're starting a small business on your own, like Mike and I did, you're starting it with no money. So yeah. so every two hundred dollars you can save fucking matters. Yeah, and yeah. that that maybe has been the real lesson of training Northwest is I am back to being like in my early, like remember when you're in your early twenties and you were just pinching pennies as hard as you fucking could mm-hmm. to get by. I'm back to doing that on a business level. And pinching yeah, you, pennies like a motherfucker paying attention to every, every dime spent is like carefully scrutinized. Is this worth it? Is this going to bring a return? And if it's not, then, it, then I don't spend it. That's smart though. But you also have, a regular job and a business. Yes. I think that is a nice thing to do as a human is find something that, I mean, it's hard to just start something and create lots of money and wealth and you can live on it. Yeah. Right. That, Imagine if you had to take it. training Northwest and you quit your normal job and now all revenue that you lived off in life was from that business. That's hard to start. And I think it's smart to have some success in life to know kind of a direction and what you're doing. But once you start a business, you have your normal job, but now you can foster money into this yes. other area yes. and grow it wisely and smartly and see what works. And like you're saying, you're penny pinching, which is good. But if certain things fail, it doesn't mean you're flat on your face. Exactly. You're giving yourself multiple rules, streams of revenue. Uh, I have my stable base, yeah. which is what I, I pay my living bills on. And training Northwest is like a passion project slash experiment that I'm I hope someday I can turn into a full-time uh, live off it. Yes. 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 Transition. Um, Tran- but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you bring up a good That's point slick. when you're talking about 
having that dual income because I think a lot of young people these days think they're going to start a business and they're going to be super successful inside of two years. Yeah. It's like good fucking luck. You have, you have to go grind away. You have to have the right opportunities. Um, and you have to be really smart, pinch your pennies, live or run the business on nothing for a while and try to build some momentum. And then once you start building momentum, rather than taking money out for fun things, you have to look at what you can reinvest the money back into the business that will pay itself back. Well, sort of like facilitate further customers, like because those customers aren't guaranteed to return. That got you to, you know, this point A, if you want to get to point B, now you have to attract more customers. So what do you do? How do you improve your business model? How do you make your, your product more attractive so that you can now continue this revenue stream? Yeah. And so it forces you to evolve and grow and, uh, innovate and create. And it's, it's fun. I think also something that's interesting, like not only do you want more customers, but think about the customers you're getting. Like there's a difference in people with little money or people with lots of money. So if like the goal of this is to make money, I mean. No, the goal of this is to solve a problem. It is. Yes. But I mean, the goal of business, of success, like to quit your job of working and have this run as it is. The goal is to have clientele. It's either little money with tons of people or a few people for a lot of money. And it's like, imagine if you mass produce it. Yeah. But imagine if like your training technique just got recognized and you became Yoda of guns, right? You could probably get government contracts, right? So say you're training people going overseas or abroad and they would run you through a course that paid you for a lot of money for a few clients that the government's paying very well, you know, whereas if you're just open for the public, it's a bunch of people for little money, right? And that's kind of the conundrum of business. And I think that's where it gets weird for cutthroatness. Like you're talking about saving money, but it's like, this is the business is you and you, you're to be successful. You can't just be given handout all the time through business or going lavish in expenses and taking that return and putting it back into your business is like you're saying, you want it to establish more customers. So what is that customer? Look at, look at, look at Samsung. Samsung will do commercials during Super Bowl or during regular NBC TV to be like buy our TV, and that's for something that's a thousand dollars, right? And that's hitting a lot of people. Yeah. But then there's Ferrari, and for Ferrari doesn't do any advertising, yeah. and they are very end of demand for an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. So I want to be Ferrari where customers come to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's, but then but it's like, what is, thing. when I think about that, I actually run programs that are, we're approaching that level. I'm, I'm the more I go, the more refined everything gets out there. Mm-hmm. And we've got some, uh, some plans for a little bit of infrastructure improvement this summer. And I think we're going to be, it's going to be something special out there. Yeah, I think I think you got uh, definitely the hang of it. I've gone to a few different places, and and yours is is up there with the best of them. You know, so I'm I'm yeah I'm happy with the uh, the fact that 
you're sitting here with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rifleman camp's free, right, dude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's on par with you know some of the training I've done. Most of the more than all the training I've done, and you've took me from more than all some or what, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> word salad. Word salad. So the I've gone to a different few different places. I don't want to say the names of these places and say that you're better, but gotcha. the fact of the no, matter is you're you're it, it is it is a different um, flavor. Different flavor. Yeah. And and maybe it's because I know you, so it it, it is a little bit more comfortable in knowing like the instructor. I, no, I, I think that on a whole, and it's what Greg does here at Electric North, and especially when Dave's out there with me. We are more personable. Like we, we connect. Like we, you make and a Dave point, is a good, uh, and we make a point of connecting with people who come out because I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a good product if people come out and I'm sort of aloof and separate. No, uh, I think it's only a yeah. good product if I'm invested, and that's how I become invested in their, um, their success. Development. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if if I sort of separate myself and don't take interpersonal relationships you with, can't put toby on a pedestal yeah exactly. yeah but you're at work during that that's your I work me yes. at work and me hanging out here is two different people you're at work there yeah so i mean it, well it's, it's again it forces you to innovate and create so i am part safety marshal part instructor and part like, like older yeah. brother good friend yeah exactly yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hey you're doing that real shitty but <laughs> but uh but i like you <laughs> Uh, so yeah that was tobin talking to me <laughs> <laughs> quit blading your body yeah, yeah. i'm getting yeah. better fight yeah. stance yeah yep. is this a bow is this a bow <laughs> <laughs> dude i shoot a gun i go karate style yeah, uh, too funny. yeah he, he learned to shoot like watching old old duels yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slap him with the leather glove and throw down but uh, yeah. uh, nice button down vest before I shoot. Yeah. Um. But All are, right. go ahead. No, are go you going to do anything with training Northwest and like, um, speaking of summer of trans, are you guys going to do? <laughs> if you guys started talking earlier about the I stress some, shoots, I want to do some fitness challenges. Yeah. In the midst of. Yeah, like something like a, like an eight mile ruck and then a PT course and then a stress shoot. Jordan, I'll go half in on that vest and we'll share it for this <laughs> class. Perfect. Yeah, that lightweight one. Uh, it'll, it won't be like, there will be no instruction. You'll come out, you'll go do your five miles with your pack. We'll weigh you in, weigh your pack in, go do your five miles, come back, do a PT challenge, and then do a stress shoot. And maybe I'll see if Vortex would like uh, donate a scope or something. So there's like some legitimate surprise on the yeah. line. How do we get Vortex to sponsor sponsor us? Like they're like, we like what you do. Here's a bunch of money First and keep doing like it. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe this isn't just being put in front of them. Yeah. Do we yeah. apply? Do no. we give a best of we compilation should. clip I, to them? I'm a dealer, so I I can email the right people. Or do we have to be like we're involved with the community? Like here, we're like we're all about jujitsu and growing people, and then it's like we're taking people into the woods and showing them how to sustain and hunt, and then it's like giving them safety. Would that get their attention where they're like, we like what you're doing for the firearms community because as a business, we're applying for masses, right? It's yeah. not they're selling scopes uh, to I, the I NASA. Think I think you just send an email and inquire would be my guess. Interesting. 
<laughs> it's that oh, simple. This business thing's real easy, dude. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are fucking no, complaining no, about. Yeah. You have to bring something special, <laughs> yeah. which is, uh, you know, I posted the other day on the, the social Instagram that I had a, a female out who she bought a $150 optic. So for the cost of $150, she got her new sight. I mounted it on her rifle. I took her out to the range, gave her a lesson in safety, marksmanship, had her firing off the 50-yard line, and you can see the shot group that she fired. Her first time ever touching a fucking rifle in her life. Is and that like, what that was? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if I can do that with someone who's never seen an AR-15 in 45 minutes, like we're on to something. And that's a value add. That, that, that's oh, where I, I mean, say fuck. that the, the business, you know what I mean? you got to have a little something. There has You have to have something. You can't just Skin be in the game. Well, yeah. no, no, no. You have to have a little. But you're providing like, why, something why are, that you want to do. Well, but why are you better than the guy down the road? Because you can get the well, same that's, optic that's at Cabela's no for the shit. same price. So why wouldn't you? But you can't side it. You really anymore. need to start pushing it like that. And I know you say you pushing it like what? <laughs> Cabela's is the well, enemy. No, the fact the <laughs> fact. <laughs> I yeah, I like what we're collecting, declaring <laughs> these, war, these boys. Sons of bitches <laughs> <Yeah>. over there. <laughs> uh, uh, you could go spend your money elsewhere, <laughs> but you're a dumbass for doing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and here's why. Dude, I mean that, that is that is actually like an incredible deal. Yeah, for 150 bucks. Yeah. And she walks away with an optic that costs 150 bucks. And she got to yeah. shoot. And, and she got to meet coaching. you, dude. Yeah. How fucking lucky is she? <laughs> smells like beef and cheese. <laughs> uh, I pay 5 no, I mean, bucks and the that's rest the thing goes is to like if he, did she was she, was she listening to the podcast? Is that how she heard about uh, you? That, no, that. A f- a f- she is a friend of a, <laughs> a customer. <laughs> did she listen to what the podcast <laughs> no okay well Nobody but that's the thing like what, what, what why uh, do you think no one's sponsoring us no yeah one to <laughs> come on guys we listen to it um it's true <laughs> it's are, so true yeah. even our moms gave up <laughs> yeah fuck i was um, abandoned as a 40 year old man how many people how many people download this and they go this has nothing to do with Neanderthals. I need to change my This life. has absolutely nothing to do with Neanderthals. <laughs> Fuck this. Dude. Those were like four four downloads in Germany. Dude. <laughs> they were like, oh, great. Uh, you know, not archaeology. Yeah. Expecting some fucking scientist up here, and then they get me going, hey, guys. I told you. I Googled it. Like, I wanted to see, like, I said, enlightened Neanderthal podcast stats. And it came down, and the first thing was like the top Neanderthal podcasts. And number one was ours. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like all the other ones were science ones about Neanderthals oh, oh. and humans. And I'm like, fuck yeah. We <laughs> stand strong. Uh, uh, that's hilarious. You know what it is? But it's like three of them started a podcast, and the other ones are talking about them. Uh, so oh funny. God. That's amazing. <laughs> nah. Holy shit. Okay, so hang on. I'm excited about the combination of the summer of trans and the 22 yeah. build off because this this could produce mm-hmm. some good uh, the build off good some good fun. Let's let's say this. I want to hear from people who are regular <laughs> listeners. But the summer uh, of trans, I, I want to hear shooting their, guns for me, no, 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 shooting it's, it's arrows. Physical. I want to. Okay, that's, that's what that can be part of it. Summer of trans. There's, there's no limits. Here, my right? 1022 is going to shoot arrows. Mike, there's 115 million different transing options. Yeah, dude. So you don't have to pick one. You can you can choose. Oh, you can god. choose yeah. weightlifting and archery. Oh my god! Quit quit with the limiting <laughs> stuff, dude. 
Yeah. Oh my God. You're I'm micro- holding myself those, yeah. back. Here. Those microaggressions Mike, are. Uh, Mike Kozak, weightlifting slash archery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I like where we're going with this. So I want to hear from listeners what they're what they are willing to do for a summer trans, and I want to see some ten twenty two fucking. I want to see the champion ten twenty two build out. Yeah, that'll be great. And I'm going to be working on mine. Yeah, and you son of a bitch, though. You like half of yours already dialed. Because because I already had a badass ten twenty two. I'm just going to upgrade the glass. All right, it's, it's my summer. It's Mike's summer. I might, I might even paint it. Yeah, I might do yeah. some painting. I might even do a little bowflage. Oh shit, bowflage! You stay away from the bows. You didn't like them. This is Mike's summer like trans, and I want you to send in your picture of your bow build for the <laughs> summer oh, of trans. Oh, there you go. Let's Fuck see what a. we get: more bows uh, or rifles. Bows. Uh, yeah. Oh, this gay go. little ten twenty twos, dude. Oh, I love ten twenty twos. Greatest rifle we ever know. made. Yep. Um. Uh, yeah, well, I got that one AR. The, but that's not a ten twenty two. I know, that's but fucking AR. how gangster is that? It's already built. <laughs> it's <laughs> built. It's already <laughs> pretty good build. It's already pretty good build. It's identi- it's, I did it ex- identical What's to my other rifle. On that thing again. That's a Tipman. Tipman. I wish I had bought. One. Can you still buy those? Yeah. Can they make oh, paintball yeah. guns? Go yeah, it's the same company. What? I think. Really? I think it's the paintball company made a, a 22s and they're like all. I think they're aluminum, but nevertheless it's like a it's a legit ar but it's all 22 so it's like the uh smith and wessons yeah have you seen those yeah but the smith and wessons are um palmer palmer yeah so which is fine you know yeah, but yeah, yeah. you get a little bit more of the weight with the uh, titman jordan's feels like it's better quality than the smith and Wessons. feels more like it, it is probably. it is yeah. it's definitely yeah but i built it identical to my yes, did. ar it's good. That I use to shoot, so it's like the same Feels, optics. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I got a forty-five a degree. Of people come out to class and use their twenty-two long rifle caliber yeah. rifle because our range is only fifty yards. So why not save, yeah, yeah, save yeah. yourself the money on the ammo when you have the the rifle that functions identically? Yeah, dude, you should bring that thing turkey hunting. Cause like when you go oh, yeah. go back for lunch and get bored, just like, like, well, well, let's shoot dude, stuff. Bringing all kinds of shit turkey. Yeah. Hunting. Oh, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Bring that ten millimeter uh, pistol. No, yeah. bring a. Uh, yeah. no. You know, we we were talking about uh, body armor earlier. Oh, I'm gonna get those. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna order uh, ten millimeter rounds tomorrow. We'll bring the body armor with us. That way, midday when we need something to do, we can we can blast uh, body armor with ten millimeter. And yeah, we got a film which which punches holes through it. Thank you, Andy. Sounds yeah. loud. It's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> um. Or we could just do that at the range, and we could, and we could do either. I do could, that at the range because <laughs> Mike's like, "Hang on a minute, <laughs> we're we're hunting uh, <laughs> we're turkeys, we're guys, blasting. and here we are, <laughs> boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 <laughs> dude, right, I haven't seen a turkey. What's going on? Yeah, this yeah. is weird. This is fucking weird. Twenty twos are good for turkey hunting. And then the day you leave, I always bring a couple box of clays, and I got one of those dog ball throwers. Yeah. And you bring a couple sport shells and get any aggression out from not shooting a turkey. <laughs> yeah. And it feels really good before you drive home. Yeah. Get a bunch of beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Make it home. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's turkey hunting. Uh, goddamn. Turkey hunting's fun, dude. It's my Tur- favorite turkey time hunting, of year. Turkey hunting was it is spring. incredibly fun. But it's not only you see snow melting, you see flowers blooming, you see animals roaming. Did we do spring last year? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. It's and already been that. I, was, I went. I was so bent that I didn't go with you guys. Dude, it was so fucking fun. I went two weeks before that for like four days before I went with you. Uh huh. And it was pure snow. Like walking everywhere, snow mounds. It was nothing was gr- like. And then I came back two weeks later with you and all the snow melted and flowers were blooming mm-hmm. and blossoming. It's like, whoa, this is nice. Well, honestly, like I did not expect to get an adrenaline dump for a turkey yeah i was like what the fuck and then all of a sudden yeah i was like oh shit it's on and just got stoked um i couldn't believe it i was fucking blown away and then i was blown away at how big those birds are holy crap that's cool dude that the thing and it was dragging its beard on the ground it was just like this is a fucking massive fucking bird all of a sudden it, it it started running at me like it put its head down and started running towards my decoy. And then I think it saw me moving. So it stopped and kind of stood up a little bit and then kind of put its head down a little bit and kind of started trotting. And I don't know how they move because I haven't watched many turkeys in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> True. They don't. I mean, I mean yeah, it, it is they, true they, as they, a hunter. It's one of these statements where you go like, how many people have? Yeah, yeah, but I I think more of us should. It's certainly more of us should, but so I didn't. But I don't know like what they look like when they're getting ready to turn, or they're oh, they little spooked or what you know. I wasn't quite sure, so I shot because if I would have just waited, I think the thing was coming in on a line and was just coming in to check out my decoy. Do you have that? You have a flat one. I got that flat one. Yeah, Yeah, and it was just it was, but it looks pretty good. It looks good from the side. I think it's a Montana decoys thing, so it folds up real nice, and then you can just pop it out. But I was, I'm gonna get another one. Yes. Um. So, but I was blown away. It was running towards us or running towards me. I think it saw me move, kind of stuck its head up, and I was like, this thing is making eye contact and looking into my soul right now. So I better stay still. And then it kind of put its head down and started trotting towards me again but i wasn't quite sure because it slowed down a little bit and i thought it was going to turn so i just hammered it yeah, let, yeah. you know three go and all <laughs> yeah. i got was a feather out of it but this fucking thing <laughs> turned yeah. and flew and th- like its wingspan was so big because it like kind of turned and like took a couple trots and then all of a sudden foo, foo, foo. and i mean the wingspan had to have been like six foot oh they're it big. was fucking massive Dude, when you see them, like when you spook them and they kind of run up a hill and then you start hiking up the hill and they, I mean, they're already in the trees. Mm -hmm. They're so fucking velociraptor like they get up in the tree and you're like, all right, I can feel it. I know something's close. And then all of a sudden you hear and there's giant turkey just flying down a valley. Yeah. Hunt's over. <laughs> Get back in the truck. <laughs> Next spot. Yeah. Get that box turkey call going. Yeah. Well, and th- it was cool because when they started getting vocal, it was like, that's kind of cool. And oh, yeah. that this one, it walked into the, this field and all of a sudden it just like announced. It's like, I'm here, motherfuckers. And it just. <laughs> and fucking. Yeah. And it stuck its head up and did that and then walked into the field. And I was just like, oh, this is freaking nuts. But it stayed like 65 yards away from me yeah. the entire time. But it like kind of circled around me a little bit. And then I figured some other hunters had it down there because I saw a couple guys set up. <clears throat> um, 
<laughs> just other idiots. <laughs> yeah. But they but then nothing happened. So I was like, what the hell? So I, I got up and I walked over there and those guys were gone. And then uh Yeah, the, uh, when I got over there or started kind of peeking over there, um there was no turkey. And I was like, Wow, the thing's fucking just vanished. And then so I set up right where I saw it last and all of a sudden that it just one showed up out of nowhere and just is standing in the middle of this field. And I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. And then it just kind of slowly started meandering over. And I was, and I knew cause like that beard, that's how you tell, right? Yeah. Like that's a yep. big, good measurement. Visible beard. And the wall and how it was dragging, dragging on the ground. Old, I was yeah. like, holy shit. And yeah, then just, I, I, I was just coming off of that elk hunt where I didn't shoot because I was like, hey, it's a little far, like all these different things. And it would have been the elk of a fucking lifetime. Yeah. And there was no way I was letting this guy go. <laughs> so I was like, I am pulling this trigger and I did it too early. And I was just in my head on it. And I was like, okay, it's coming, but I can't tell if it's cause it kind of stopped pause yeah. a little bit. And that's what I mean with the not knowing how they react. Cause I wasn't sure if it was like, Oh, that, Oh, it, no big deal. That's what they do. Or if it was like, oh, this thing's taken off. So I probably should have waited a little bit longer on it to find out how and observe what you're going to hunt. You know, I think that's also like something that's That's, that's shooting the first thing. The first time you ever like that was my when I went to Wyoming, I was like the first time I see an antelope is going to be on this hunt. But the first antelope I see will not be the first antelope I shoot. Right. So that was my thought process. I was like, I want to see this thing. I said, well, I just want to watch one and see what it does. Luckily on the way there, you saw tons of them. <laughs> Got that <laughs> out of fu- my system. They're running all over the place out yeah. there. But then it was like, you know, kind of observe them and check out kind of just how they naturally move about. And with that, it's not a big deal. I think there's a big difference between a turkey that acts kind of more yeah, like a, every animal's got its uniqueness. I mean, that's yeah. Fishing is different than hunting because yeah. And I've been trying to do that. I've been trying ways. to observe a fish before I catch it. <laughs> yeah. And that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to observe these damn things. I haven't seen one yet, but everything's different. So it's going to be a different way of pursuing it, you know? Yeah. Whereas like uh, going for pronghorn, you're covering distance and then you stop and you look in a peak and valley and you see what's in there and you get over and you shoot. If there's nothing in here, let's cover some more ground and get into the next canyon draw that we can look down and see where pronghorn turkey. The more you drive, maybe like driving on the road, you're like, there's turkey, you know, but they're so far away. But to get close to take one out with a shotgun, you got to sit in those areas mm-hmm. or be super close. So it's like, yeah, no, it's observant. What you're doing is trying to mimic the environment. That's why it's, I haven't gotten to kill an elk yet, but it's like, I've been in elk herds. I've had elk on top of me. And part of it is, is like learning the animals around you, Mm -hmm. you know, fucking Washington state law. It's so hard to kill a fucking spike, but (laughs) to get big bulls and get into groups of animals, you know, and as even mundane as it is, as a turkey, it's it's bird law. It's bird law, dude. <laughs> it's, it's that's all. That's all there is to it, dude. It's bird law. Yeah. Check out episode forty six, right? Yeah. Or was that forty six? Last one. 
anyway um yeah the uh it, i was i was blown away with how fun it was i was absolutely because but it's like there's, summer's there's coming so it's like hunter's rave yeah. <laughs> like yeah. turkey is the hunter's rave because the sun's out you go there sometimes it's snowing the first day you get there the second day it's 85 almost 90 degrees and it's like dude the season's changing you feel it you see stuff Turkeys are fucking. That's why they're making that sound. And they're like, it's here. The sun's coming. Let's party. And turkey hunting, there's something magical about it. It was cool. It is a fucking fun thing to be like, the new year's here. We're out of the drudge of winter. Yeah. All the dark skies, the wet, the cold. Things are starting to turn. And turkey's like, it's magical. I've been noticing that the last few years that I am getting more and more like weather dependent oh, on yeah. my mood. Oh yes. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Season, I, the, the whole like seasonal sad depression thing I think is real. Yeah. This, this is the, this weekend right now as we're sitting here is that weekend of that uh, carving course in Phoenix. I was trying to get you guys to go to. Oh no shit. We'd be there right now <sighs> in the sun, in the sunshine. Sorry, dude. Yeah. What if we start going to happy <laughs> you fuckers? Let's go to tanning salons. There we go. Maybe we just need extra yeah. sun. I, I think you need the real thing. I think there's something about seeing the blue sky and wake, like getting out of your bed in the morning and seeing that bright sunlight and it's just feeling cancer. It, it just makes you feel fucking good about life. It does. Birds are chirping yeah. and it's like it gives today, you charge. Today is gonna be a good day. Yeah. 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 Shit. Yeah, that's uh, that's very true. But we've had the last couple weeks or i guess the last few days when i'm working and it's like oh man it's kind of a nice day oh, yeah shit. Charges, it's coming yeah. yeah yeah but that's turkey and I, and I wonder if we appreciate it more because we get the six months <clears throat> or seven months of of gray i wonder if people in arizona or new mexico are like they were fucking tired of the sun yeah, of course. That's why. Mm. Yes. Okay. Mm. So as much as like we just get done with winter and turkey hunting is magical because hunting is awesome because you're just in nature. You're in Where are we going for spring bear is what I want to know. Is it allowed? <laughs> is it allowed? Oh, it is. Where I hunt. Don't worry. Where I <laughs> hunt it is. <laughs> yeah. These fucking with, people. With the guys, with the gang I run with. But like. Anytime you want. But like. Turkey is magical because it's summer coming. It's a changing of the seasons and you're finally starting to see it. And then spring comes and the next thing you know, it's June and then July. And now we're getting into the late summer where it gets hot and bear starts here August 1st, but then the archery September, but kind of traditional. I always think hunting of like rifle, like your grandpa from world war two going rifle hunting for deer or elk, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And it's like the red and black red, lumberjack red, and like a, a, a cat wood cabin with a stove. Yep. That's, I think like you, the same thing you feel, I feel about Turkey. I feel about those later seasons of hunting, hunting. That's why I like rifle deer because it starts to get cold and you're like, Everything was alive, but now it's all starting to kind of die and cool down and freeze. The extreme cold was part of the ex part of the experience. 
Yeah. Yes, but you're seeing the end of the season. You're seeing a transformation. I think that's yeah. why people celebrate a year going by. New Year's is important. Putting yourself as a hunter into those conditions where you're forced to see change, I think it really makes for the experience, and it's a fun thing to chase throughout the year, to follow turkey in the spring, to deer and elk in the fall or duck throughout the winter and yeah. see my be forced to be in the elements gives you an appreciation more too yeah. of the season changing yeah and that's where like gardening gets fun like you have a narrow window and if you miss it you fuck it up you fuck life up you don't have substance to keep going forward mm -hmm. but i think that's something that hunters get that most people don't get is an extreme immersion with the earth changing mm -hmm. like trance, everyone likes sure. yeah, yeah yeah no the tr yes be in the trance because it happens as much as it is a trance the earth is it trans. happens every year throughout the What's year that? nature and the earth are transing right now yeah they're trans yeah. dude they're hella transed yeah <laughs> Hella trans, bro, and and they're and they're doing it in the times. Well, I think I think because we hunt, uh, we pay attention to it, and we know what's gonna happen. Like, you go and you you're experiencing. I've been in that cold ass weather, and had to sit and freeze my butt off, like because it's so cold when you're hunting. You know, uh, I don't know, whitetail. Right, you go out, you're muzzle loading whitetail. Guess what? It's like nine degrees in Eastern Washington. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, like you're freezing your ass off. Then you go to you know archery elk, and some days it's raining to beat hell, and other days it's sunny and it's sixty five, seventy five degrees. Feels good. And you're like you know rolling through that, and then you know sitting in the wind and the nasty um, you know blinds duck hunting right so when i went spring turkey hunting it's like that that was a new experience for me yeah to like spend the time and and see that but that kind of rounds out the whole experience of hunting yeah you know to be able to sit through all the seasons outside and spend like you're not in your phone the whole time right you're just out in the weather yeah living life as it is yeah um and i and i definitely look at like to what you're saying, like the thought of like the, the lumberjack style, uh, clothes yeah. and you're out there and like the, the thought of going into a cabin and it's kind of warm. You go in, you get warm, you do your thing, you wake up, you eat your coffee or drink your coffee and eat some food and then you're off for the day and then you get back. Like I want that to yes. be my life Yes. Yeah. so yeah. badly. And it's so fucked that we don't have that just as normal living yeah. and why is it that we don't or why is it that we can't the uh, thing if is if everyone we, hunted it would suck well no we talk we, about the uptick in hunting that. from like rogan and cameron haynes oh, oh i know and it's like hey dude if everyone hunted it would be over immersed yeah but it I, seems like to be a to have good hunting, you need people relying on the system that want to go to Albertsons you, well, you and want, Safeway you need people to keep them out of the goddamn or woods. Lesser population. You need you need people. Wow. You, well, that's that's true because there was less developments. <laughs> you guys are sounding like them. <laughs> they. Who is they? I actually think we do need less population. I just think there's ways to get there with like education. Yeah, dude. 
education, I think you could education and like vaccines. I think you just (laughs) need to spread it out. (laughs) You need to find a way to live more in harmony with the land. The land is so big, but there's such concentrated, dense areas of population. Anytime you have concentrated areas, you have concentrated garbage. You have concentrated waste of humans. You have just, it's too dense. And you do that in nature with any animal. A million elk in like 100 acres is not going to survive. But you spread them out. We have tons of planet. We just can't figure out how to spread us out and supply. And because the, the abundance of the fruits of the land are are concentrated near the coasts. For Co- the most coastal has always been yes for city development. Absolutely, that's, that, that's never going to change. So the reason we but are all the farmland of the Midwest, all corns, tons of stuff like that. Yeah, grains, but that's yeah, but that's there's not much there, human. Right? If you want to go get a job in rural illinois yeah but you're talking about the abundance of people if you but that that's the thing is like if you had to if you got rid of all machinery right and you had to be reliant on the land the The even back then the well the population would shrink but the population on the plains would shrink dramatically so you'd still have the most population in places like the coast and that's why the populations on the coast are way more still to this day. I think they're why not, they're no, voting they're on the coast liberal, because that's one food, seafood. Uh-huh. Two, uh, travel, okay. commerce. Yeah, have to have that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I that's what grows them. Even even they the, are tempid. <laughs> no, tempid climates are temperate. always what temperate, temperate, tempid. <laughs> Attemptress? We're talking cursive now. <laughs> yeah. So I let that roll and don't say anything about it because I thought it was right. Yeah, these damn tepid climates. Oh no, uh, yeah. How the fuck did we even get here? Yeah, we're we. Sorry, guys. We're the, right the summer we uh, summer trans really took a turn for the worst after that break, huh, boys? These guys looking at me like Cheech and Chong over here. <laughs> <laughs> look at these. Look at these two. Fucking, neither one of them are looking at me. <laughs> like, dude, we're talking about what happened? These guys. I'm in here. I'm in here with fucking. Yeah, oh, it man. must be sunny in here because these boys are squinting. He's not here, man. Need my sunglasses. Uh. Oh, God damn. Anywho, the uh, summer trans <laughs> is upon us, and we uh, we are all doing our part. Do your part out there as well. I think... Uh, What's your go-to, Jordan? My go-to for squats. Squats? Yep. Do you jump rope at all? No. Then you never jump rope. I, I rarely, rarely do I jump rope, but I think the biggest way to like really get your body going, uh, and especially kick-starting it, um, I think squatting or like lunges and things like that because you start using the biggest muscles in your body yep. first. Agreed. And all your power comes from the ground, right? You're pushing off the ground for everything you're doing. Um, and if you can really, um, you become really powerful when your legs are strong and all that. So I think you're burning the most fat, you're moving the most blood, you're doing all those things that you really need to do with 
if you're going to do anything that is as far as weightlifting goes, I think that's the way to go. And you can do so much with like just your body weight or very little amounts of random stuff you can throw over your shoulders to add weight. Yeah. Um, it's easier to lift that way. Two thirty-five pound kettlebells will kill you, dude. Well, and that's really, I think, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a couple kettlebells. Um, I think maybe a twenty pounder and a thirty-five pounder. Buy and, sets of two. Oh, really? I think that's the best is having one in each hand. So I have two twenty-fives, two thirty-fives, a forty-five, and an eighteen, and like a twelve. Like, do you, do you ever uh, like do change the weights so like you have a 45 yeah. in one hand 18 in the other and yeah, then I do the whole point of kettlebells was to do unilateral exercises so no you can't can, like i mean no well. there's all kind to balance with two kettlebells no what i'm saying is when you have one in one hand unilateral yeah yeah right? yeah and yeah. then your core has to adjust for the one side well and yeah and that's what i was saying take a 45 and an 18 and start doing lunges it's like when you pick up on either hand i hear you do 20 and try to walk switch you have to lean to one side right but if yes, you pick up true. two then you stand nice and straight and you can just walk and it's not necessarily easier but you're, you're centered up. So here's the thing. So I'll explain both those. One, Please. I want a little bit of symmetry. I like kind of lifting and like the art of lifting and trying to get like symmetrical weights and body strength per side for stuff like that. I will do uh, off kilter. Which, like testicles bigger? <laughs> both of right? them. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 They're both huge. Hang on. You have even, even volume testicles? Uh, the last time they were filled, yeah. <laughs> the left and the right was adequately. So supplying. rarely are they filled, though. I'm, I'm definitely, oftentimes, I'm definitely left oftentimes up, they're left drained. <laughs> I'm left Good for dominant. you. Dude, well, yeah. Back I'm, in 87, wonderful. <laughs> no, but here's, no. Yeah. Talk to me about having one dumbbell again. So here's the thing for. <laughs> yeah, right. Jordan can only use one kettlebell. Yeah. No, for having... I seem to think having right one head. kettlebell no, is great. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're hitting a good point, and this goes into hunting and, like, going up uneven stuff. If you have a light kettlebell in one hand and a heavy kettlebell in the other hand, your core is going to be working and flexing and trying to balance. Mm -hmm. And yeah. imagine hunting and you have a pack on, or mm -hmm. if you're on weird terrain where you have to lean over, yeah, you're I think it's very important. I do a lot of squats with like a, a six, seven inch difference of height <clears throat> between weight, like my left foot and my right foot, mm -hmm. or you do push-ups off kilter, or you do them on those Bosu balls. I have those. I am a huge proponent. I am big into the weird, like, balance stuff. Supple Leopard, that book I, over there, I, I he think has. that's also more important, uh, or most important as we get older, is mobility and balance. Yes. Well, I think for... Jordan, Jordan's not in the 40-plus club yet. But for wrestling. For, for Mike I've, and I, I have it's said, time to shift away from building power and build towards mobility and balance i i've yes. said since high school that flexibility and balance beat strength yeah and there's a lot of people that are really like get strong get powerful blast through motherfuckers yeah. and there is something to that yes. but i also think that there's something to being able to be in a weird position for fighting or like any kind of grappling or anything like that getting into a weird position and having strength 
through the entirety of your motion yeah versus i can push 450 pounds from my chest straight up yeah like okay great but how about i fucking make you fall onto your heels and now that you have to push weight straight up well i don't have good balance right at that point so i don't really i can't really move any weight because i'm trying to catch my so i was like well then then what good is that strength no true, yeah. true athletes like elite level athletes are strong from their knees to their belly button and that that's the difference is all that bicep tricep beach muscle doesn't do a damn mm-hmm. thing for you and it was something that i kind of sort of figured out on my own playing high school football is that it didn't really matter if I was outweighed or outmuscled. As long as I could snap my hips mm-hmm. at the point of contact, I won. Yeah. And so you start to realize that. What teacher taught you that? Uh, full contact. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, if you miss that moment, then you get crushed. Um, oh, fuck, you derailed me. <laughs> Sorry, bro. The, the, <laughs> the strength from your knees to your belly button. Oh, yeah. So a lot of times if you look at like elite level athletes, they don't look as big like you you would be surprised that like you look at this guy plays safety for some professional football team you think well he doesn't look that big because he doesn't have big arm muscles but what they have is incredibly strong hips mm-hmm. and core. core muscles yeah and that the different like for any young cats who are wanting to become elite in any sport you should not be worried about pecs and delts and uh, biceps and triceps you should be focused on your core and your hips yep Legs, hip, balance, core. and flexibility, dude. Yeah. yeah, that does so much for you. Yeah. You know, it takes the strength you have and widens the span in which you could use it. I, and I, especially for like I said, for grappling and wrestling and all that shit. That's I'm more biased to those sports, but I think that that's the key. So, my my plan for this summer um, and getting like as we move forward is going to get those kettlebells um i was just planning on getting one of each because i think having one spherical thing is just fine uh. <laughs> wait till he gets started dude a month of uh, doing a single kettlebell and then you put another one in there you're like and then you do that month that's a level up yeah. two of the same weight start with 225s 235s but so anyway so i'm going to get the I'll get to then. I'll get four. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just going to get two sizes of kettlebells then. And I'm going to do just body weight squats, lunges, um, presses over my head as I'm doing all that stuff just to get my the rest of my arms and shoulders kind of moving. Also, <clears throat> because, of, because of my shoulders kind of getting a little jacked up and because I'm an archery guy, really working with small weight with my shoulders and bands and stuff is also yeah. in the cards. And then luckily we have Jay's Jay's wife here, um, does yoga, does the yoga on every other Sunday. And I did the first one. I haven't been back yet, but, um, it is significantly needed. And I did not realize, cause I've always been a very flexible person. I didn't realize how bound up I have been lately. And, um, you take that, uh, I've been pretty well in tune with my body most of my life, but the last year or so I've been just kind of, my body's just been falling apart on me. Um, so to lay down and really 
take a, a scan of my body and really think about, okay, where hurts, what feels this way, what feels that way. I haven't been able to do that. I did the yoga class with her. And at the very end, we laid on our backs and like kind of did a scan and yeah. felt the whole thing. And she turned off the lights and um, laying there, it was like, holy shit, like. I feel all the places that I really need to concentrate on. Yeah. But it took an hour of doing yoga and then being able to lay there to feel all my bound up spots. And I, I thought my legs were not even like, I thought my feet were, I'm laying on my back and I thought one foot was like laying off to the right significantly more than the other. Mm -hmm. Then I looked and they were both straight up and I was like, Oh, my body is out of whack right now. Interesting. Yeah, so what I felt was just different than like the, different. The calibration was off. The calibration was way off. So it was it was cool to do that and kind of have the that. So I'm really going to go yoga heavy cuz one of my goals is to be able to put my palms on the ground standing straight up with my knees locked and be able to just drop and be that flexible again. Can, What's that? Can you do that? Damn near. I think I'm I might be a half inch shy. Give me five minutes. I can do it. Well, I can. Well, I'm talking about just as I walk around yeah. and not yeah, yeah, not yeah. warm up to it. Just like be be loose. I want to be loose. And I'm not. I'm bound up really bad. Um, I want him to achieve that goal because I want to see him just kind of walking around on all fours everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look what I can do. Human panther. Yeah. 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 There though. But because I I don't know if it's the double jointedness that I have, but I'm a pretty flexible guy for being as big as I yes, am. Yes, you are. Um, but I've been way more bound up and I don't know if it's work, yeah. you know, the cement working on cement all day long, if that's kind of taking it out of me or not. Also how much, how much effort have you put into physical activity? Oh yeah, your body? exactly. Yeah. It's not work. It's how, you're just 30, dedication. 30, I'm 34. Yeah. So you're at the age where, it's not going to bite you in the ass yet, but now you're going to have to start figuring out how to include an. E you got move. Yeah, you, you used don't to be able to use go, it. it you lose it. Oh, hundred percent. And yeah. then as you enter your thirties, you have to figure out how to rotate recovery in or recover. You have to have a rotation of recovery. It takes a little longer. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Mix the two together, and now that I'm forty, I'm finding out that it's you can maintain and recover, and maintain and recover, and you're not going to make huge gains. So you might as well just sort of just maintain. Yeah. Maximize yep. and, and just keep using it yeah, or you lose it. it out. Just move. Mm -hmm. Stop moving. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of where I've been is, is I've been hitting that road of like, eh, I'm just going to hang out where, like I said, when I was younger, but I also feel like I don't have as much time as I used to. No, I was with the job. Yeah. Where when I was in my twenties, it was like, I got a job still, but Less I'm still gonna throw. I'm still gonna throw three hours at the gym every day, dude. Yeah. I I went from 195 to 220 in like six months, and I leaned up a lot. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I was like, "How the fuck?" I have a picture of me, and I was just like, "God damn!" <laughs> like if I was on some roids back then, I should have been. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Naturally, were, but you're transit. I'm, yeah, I'm transing back to that. I'm, my goal is to be transflexible. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be transflexible and 
uh, be able to go on hikes with uh, the pack and really put it down. So yeah, um, I need to find a baseline. I think that would be good. Oh, let's let's do a uh, a ruck. Do, let's do like a five or eight mile ruck in the next month. Yeah, and I'm we'll, we'll I'm set game. a time, and then uh, I I think this should be a. When does deer season start? October. Uh, October fifteenth. Okay, we'll have to do like a last weekend of September physical challenge with uh you know like a 65 pound eight mile ruck some sort of pt challenge and then a fucking stress shoot with your bolt gun your your whatever your hunting rifle is we should just that would, go that would up be kind of fucking fun yeah. we should just do should a back out some fucking elk and yeah, how about this <laughs> how about we just do a backpacking trip uh, up at the bear spot because it's a road we can just ruck it for freaking seven miles and hunt bear the whole time we'll and it gets it you ready in time for dinner then if we're walking <laughs> <Yeah>. out <laughs> no stay up there for a weekend oh yeah, yeah go up there and hunt all weekend keep working on your senses right before deer yeah. plus does deer start no we'll do both <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah but that's a good that, that would be a the solid bear, the bear hunt will be our little thing but, as but far yeah, as, yeah, pushing bikes I, up I, that road's gonna be a bitch. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Let me tell you, I've done it twice now. I I need to get a new bike. I'm sick Just, of those. Tires. You guys, you guys both need new bikes. Yeah, we have the same. Didn't we have the same bike? Bullshit up. Like I had the Antelope, last uh, of the old breed. Dude, that's dude. what I'm saying. Last of the old breed over here. Yeah, you're a little older, Tobin. We were the actual last of the old breed. <laughs> Yeah. All right. You were the old breed. Yeah. Are we running out of steam? We we ran out Probably. of steam Hours when I started ago. talking about trans stuff. As soon as we hit record. <laughs> All right. Let's call it right here. If uh, you guys are enjoying the show, give us a review on Spotify or Apple because it helps the algorithms spread the show to potential new listeners. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate you.